0: this is the refuge project this is the refuge project this is a place that we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place i am pastor david and you are i'm james he's james that's right I, i saw i was i was talking to my um my son adam and he goes hey i just realized that's tara's voice (laughs) <laughs> and then Victoria goes. Now that you say it, <laughs> now that you say it. mean,
1: we uh, when we were checking out the first one to see how it came out, and we were killing time because we were stupid and forgot that we had one service this uh, mm-hmm. last Sunday. Got here way too early. Uh, you know the intro plays, and she was—I guess she had forgot that she did that or something. Yeah. I don't know. If she remembered, it's like she heard her voice, she went, "Oh." <laughs> But Superstar. I said, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> um.
0: So, what did y'all think about last week? Last week we put our first video out.
1: Well, they ain't gonna be able to. Y'all let us apply. know on Instagram. Okay, there we let go. Let us
0: know on Instagram. Uh, YouTube is out there. YouTube at Refuge Project. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is the uh, same thing. Refuge Project. Yep, make yep. sure you like us on Instagram. Make sure you leave a comment and like us in YouTube. Got a few uh, got a few watches out there. So uh, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to us, and do all the things that, you know, this ain't your first time around, social media, all the podcasts and different things people are begging you to do. Could be.
1: It makes a difference. It does.
0: It makes a difference. Yeah. So when people go to try to find us, we're towards the top. And uh, they get to hear James and I be silly for forty five minutes.
1: It had a Father's Day over the weekend? Yeah, uh, I had my. we were at my aunt's place. I had my grandpa. I had uh, let's see, I think my uncle Greg was there. My dad was in the room. My mom's in. The room. Anyway, some somehow the podcast comes up, and uh, that they just start talking trash, you know, <laughs> but they're like, they're talking trash, but they're saying how they watch it all. the time. Yeah. They're saying my, my grandfather saying something like, you know, it sure does help pass the time when we're having those long drives or whatever. And, uh, like they're all saying that. And then they're just sitting there being like, I don't know who wants to listen to you guys. Just Yeah. <laughs> like doing it. I said, well, you just said it helps you pass the time. You just said you're watching it. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you do it? <laughs> Are you saying you don't want to listen? It's but, okay, but don't you agree? I do. Like, who really wants to listen to us talk? I totally agree, but those people aren't listening. What <laughs> you know? So that's fine. It's the people that are that keep listening. Yeah. They're like, hey, I really like that you're putting out the podcast, and yeah. then are like, yeah, I don't know why anybody would listen to you. It's like, well, what you're doing that? Yeah, you just said why it helps you pass the time and. Da-da-da-da. Anyway. I just was like they'll do that randomly and I'm like, what are you doing?
0: Well, this is for y'all. <laughs> we we know y'all love us deep down. If it passes the time, if it gives you an enjoyment, whatever it does for you. Yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah. That's why we're here. Let it happen. Let it happen. Let it happen. Go with it. Yeah. If you got a long drive to Colorado, mm-hmm. turn us on. It helps. Turn us on. We like the views. hmm Yeah. So Yeah. And now that you get to look at her face.
1: Yeah. Oh, whoa. wait, wait, wait. Give him a point again. Yeah, I like it.
0: Now you get to look at <sighs>
1: poor day. I day. I, we, we were on something. We,
0: yeah. We, you know, the whole radio face and just that now we.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about that the other way here. I was like, man, I got to like. We have to like. Brush our hair. Yeah, and all that stuff. And yeah. for half of us, it's not that hard. But for the other half of us, it's a lot more work. Well.
0: From here up. I mean, I could be sitting in my underwear right now. <laughs> I, just, I just won't say anything.
1: <laughs> there was a few ways we could have gone with it. For, that, for and, your uh, sake, I decided. you better hope not. For them, they don't care. Uh, I don't know, man. We might uh You don't know what all cameras we can <laughs> You get the... Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. let's just keep on going. Anyway. Let's keep on did you have an amazing Father's Day?
0: I had an amazing Father's Day. I really did. I had the kids come over. Oh, I got me a pair of shoes that I've been wanting for a minute.
1: Yeah. I got sweet. the
0: uh, Nike Dunk Pandas. Dunk Pandas? Yeah. What does like, that mean? You know, you know what the du- Nike Dunk looks like? No. Okay. Well, the colorway is the panda.
1: It's the black and white. Oh, okay. Back so, was like you got like pandas dunking on your shoes? No, no, no and I was that'd like, be cool. What do you, you I mean to dunk pandas? Um, I never would mind, you know,
0: I don't mind spending a little bit of money on shoes, but I, I like max out right around the $125 mark. Oh, yeah, that's
1: that's a lot. That's
0: a lot of money, right? Well, these like were 180 bucks, so I'm just like, I can't do it. So, my kids went all in. Mm, well, for Adam, Father's Day, Adam, uh, Luke and Noah, nice. they went in and got them for me, so that was nice. Nice,
1: Very so nice. so I, I debut them. Are these all. basketball shoes? They sound like basketball shoes.
0: Um, they're low tops. I mean, they have the high tops too, but these are low tops.
1: So you you're gonna be balling in your shoes? Probably?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be on Preachers and Sneakers next week on Street. Preachers and Sneakers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> is that a thing people say? I like. that. Well, there's a
0: website a website called uh, Preachers and Sneakers. And it's just, like, all these preachers that have these, like, outrageous $300 pair of yeah. tennis shoes. And, like, all the you know, people are hating on You're spending God's money on tennis shoes. You could be helping the needy and the poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, we like to look for. It's the same people probably have $300 pair of shoes on. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Why else would you go there besides wanting to hate on pastors?
1: Sure, yeah. So. Sure, why not? But
0: I will be one of those guys. Yeah. This week on stage.
1: Come to, come to church this June Sunday. June 25th.
0: Yeah. yeah. Both services. Come see us. Come see us.
1: Yeah, come see us. There is two services this there week. There is two services this week. I was so disappointed when I showed up. I was, you
0: should know I out know. of everybody.
1: I know. I just it didn't even think about it. We got there. We pull up, and there's only one. Uh, there's one truck in the parking lot, uh, I think it was John's truck. Yeah, that was left over from last week. Yeah. Pro- yeah. <laughs> and uh, He's got a similar truck to my dad's truck. Okay, yeah. Uh, and my wife said something like, she said something about your dad's truck, like saying that that was uh, the truck. And I said, that's not his truck. And then I realized, oh, nobody's here. And uh, the, you could tell she also realized it at the same time. And she goes, "That's weird. Usually, there's somebody here." And also, we were running late. I, well, I say we. She was running late, oh, okay. and I had Couldn't to make sure. Anyway, <laughs> 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 because she not We keep changing. Taking... <laughs> just remember, she listens. <laughs> she don't listen. <laughs> no, she's good. But uh, she we uh, she's been taking her own car on Sundays a lot because she'll. We'll go to church, and then she'll go to the college and work on mm, some stuff. Okay. So she keeps taking her own car. But this week, you know, it was Father's Day, so we were both going to the same place. And uh, so we were riding together. Okay. And uh, I got out of the, like, we got up. I got into the bathroom, brushed my teeth and stuff, came out, and she was still in bed. And I said, hey, what are you doing? Like, she was getting ready for 10 she o'clock She was like, breakfast. oh, I'm sleepy. I'm getting, I'm coming. I said, you better not make us late, Tara, or something like that. And then we're running late and uh, everything was fine, you know, but we, so we show up like seven or eight minutes later than we normally would have. And she's like, it's weird. Usually people are here. And then I realized, ouch, just one service.
0: You know, I, a couple of weeks ago, I'm mean, just, I told her, I said, man, so we weren't I, late. I appreciate, you know, y'all getting up and coming to the early service every single week. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I'd have to do it once a month. And it's a struggle. She's oh, and
1: he comes in rough. <laughs> this guy comes in looking rough. <laughs> I tell you what. I
0: have to Half the time I come in, I look at myself in the mirror, and I have to go to the my little restroom behind the stage <laughs> and, like, shave. and Because like, I've been coming in Looking rough. Busting. Stayed all all night watching the UFC and Uh, then come in here.
1: uh, Didn't you come in with two different shoes one week? Uh, I did do that, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a different David before 8 o'clock.
0: It's a struggle. A different David. So I told her, I said, I I appreciate it. She goes, oh, I said, for me, it's a struggle. She goes, oh, yeah, it's a struggle (laughs) every Sunday. (laughs) Oh, yeah i can imagine because y'all work late shifts on friday or saturday night right i do yeah Yeah. she uh her it varies you
1: know but she's usually in bed by the time i get home on saturday nights and she's you know trying to go to sleep and i'm just like trying to take a shower and stuff it's all good you know it's whatever yeah it happens it happens i've been getting up early a lot the last few weeks i've been really busy with stuff yeah which is good i've got a lot of uh So me and Ben are doing, I can't remember if I told you, uh, me and Ben, uh, as Eucalyptian, we're doing a bunch of collabs right now with other Houston bands and stuff. Okay. So I've got one that's almost done. I've got another one uh, that we, like, just started in the works. And then I got another one, like, in the books. Uh, So anyway, we got a lot of stuff. And then I've got another band that I'm always helping them record stuff. And so I got a lot of projects going so on. So
0: how does that work on collabs in a band setting? You know, because like in the hip hop scene, you'd come in and you would do a 16. You'd right? do like a feature. Right. Yeah. But it's not like a collab because... Well, hip hop's
1: bringing... different because a lot of times they're not making the music. Right. They're writing the words. Right. So then the you beats get... The
0: given to them and they write a 16 over that. Yeah. A right. lot of times. Right.
1: So it's different because if you're doing like from a band perspective, you're making all of it. Right. So, in... So, how did... I mean, like, you just take... So, this is the only
0: part of the band because you got another part over here. So, you got a bass player and a drummer. Yeah, so,
1: I think it's just gonna be... So, we've only got one that's, like, almost done. Um, And then I can tell you how we're gonna do the next one. Okay. Um, At least, the plan is right now. So, but it'll change every time. Just kind of... Just like it changes every time when we write a song in general. You know, it looks a little different every time. I'm sure it'll be like that here. But this... With this one... Um, like three or four months ago, I had made this little demo one day where I made some drums and I put like a bunch of synth sounds and I wrote some lyrics to a song. And so I had like the structure of a song done. And I told Ben, I was like, Hey, I need you to put some guitars on this or come up with this part or whatever. And we just, it just kind of never happened. And then that little demo I made just sat on my hard drive for like three months. And then we decided we were going to do these collabs and stuff. And I was trying to come up And I, I hit up this one band And I was trying to come up with something To send them Because I had talked to them And they are like Yeah we're in Let's do something I said cool I'll try to s- send you something Next week or something like that And so I tried to come up with something And I wasn't coming up with anything And then I remembered I had a handful of songs That we had started And hadn't finished And so I went through them And I was like Oh this one would be perfect for them So I sent it to them So the whole structure is done All the lyrics are done Like pretty much the song is done. We just need them to, like, add some parts to it. So I sent it to them, and I said, hey, let me know what you think of this. If you think this is cool. I, I gave them, like, some general ideas. I said, if we wanted to use this song, I'd probably have you guys add some guitars here and do this and that. And blah, 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 let me know what you think. And they are like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do that. So that was how we did this one. So I had um, – I wrote the song, basically. And then we went to them. They re-recorded the drums because they're a drummer and a guitarist mostly, and the vocalist. So we had them record the drums, and then we had the guitar guy record the guitars, because they're kind of a more, like, rocking guitar band. And then I had Ben record the bass. I had all the synth stuff. And then I'm singing, and their singer's singing. And so he came over on, he came over yesterday, recorded the vocals. So now i got everything recorded. I just got to finish mixing it.
0: So the only time y'all came together
1: physically? We came together twice. Oh, twice.
0: You did come together twice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's
1: how this one worked. Yeah. But the next one that we're going to do, I had sent <laughs> this other band a demo that was much less done demo. But we still had, like, the general song structure done. We didn't have any lyrics for it. And uh, I sent it to them. I said, let me know if you want to work on this or we can write something totally new or whatever. And they were like, yeah, we love that. Let's work on that. And then they changed their mind. They are like, actually, let's write something new to get. So now, next week, I'm supposed to meet up with them. Supposedly, they have some ideas, whatever that means. And... Uh, you never know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> like, I sent that up, that first band an idea, mm-hmm. which was like a, basically a written song. And then other times people have an idea, and it's like they have two chords that like, they think sound like, good think together. Ring, ring. And it's cool. You know, whatever. But you never know what idea means. Yeah. So anyway, so next week I'm going to get with them, and we're going to actually try to write it together, which is not my uh, strength when it comes to music stuff. I'm much better at having some recorded something and then messing with it on my own time. And chop it up, move it around. If I need to add some parts, like I'm much better at that than just showing up with some other people and being like, "Let's write a song."
0: Yeah.
1: Unless I'm playing drums. If I'm playing drums, that's like I can do that. Right. But in this case, I'm going to be more like synthesizer guy in this particular case. So.
0: And I mean, I'm, I'm assuming lyrics too.
1: Yeah. Well, it depends on what their ideas are. All oh, right. Right. You know, they said they got some ideas, so. You never know. Sounds cool. It'll be cool. Yeah. Why did I bring that up? Don't know. I don't remember anymore. So what? What? what, what oh, because we said we're busy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was just saying I'm so, big because we talked about getting up early. Yeah, I said, yeah, so yeah. I've been getting up early yeah, lately. What so what is this going to mean? Like, is this going to go on both albums? They'll probably just be singles. Okay. So this is my, assuming this uh, goes well for all these people, uh, I think what, I'm just going to keep doing it. And we're also going to make videos for all of them. Because I got my video friend and I hit him up before and I was like, hey I got I'm gonna do I'm gonna reach out to all these people see if they're interested in doing collabs would you be down to make videos And he's like yeah let's do it so uh, so I'm gonna make so this is my vision now assuming it all goes well is all these somewhat interesting if you're a somewhat interesting Houston band that I even like a little bit so if you deem they're interesting yeah if I, if me and or Ben thinks they're interesting, they're active, they're playing shows, they're, you know, working, whatever. Right. In the Houston area, uh, I'll have a collab with you, so you, and it'll probably be your best song. So everybody in Houston, if you're out there putting the out any song because things, you played on it? Because me and Ben are gonna make it happen. It'll be their <laughs> best song. That's the idea. And even if it's not their best one, it'll be awesome. It'll yeah. be a good one. And then if we make a video for all of them, it'll by far be their best video. So now every somewhat relevant band in the Houston area will have a song with Eucalypsian and it'll be their best one and it'll be their best video. Sounds cool. Yeah. It's going to be awesome.
0: We did something similar to that. We uh, reached out to a bunch of uh, uh, rappers and were just like, hey, you know, here's the beat. Send me your best 16. Yeah. You know, and then we made a bunch of different uh, type of, you know, mixtape or something. Yeah. And just because we already had a little bit of exposure Mm -hmm. and we're just kind of helping some other people out by putting their songs out under our.
1: Yeah, and then we're going to do all that stuff. So, you know, our fans will be introduced to them and their fans will be introduced to us. Right. And we just keep doing that. Yep. So, if you're at all interested in local Houston artists at all, our name will be in front of you at some point. You know what I mean? It's a good idea. And then eventually, uh, if we keep doing that and it keeps going well, you know, you'll have other bands hitting us up being like, hey, I saw that you did this collab with this band. Let's do one. Let's do one. Let's work. As they say in the DMs.
0: Let's work." work. Before you know it, Blink One Eighty
1: Two is calling. Yeah, I was saying.
0: Uh, Hey, we're doing a reunion tour.
1: Yeah, we're coming through Houston. Uh, Dude, I saw this song. Uh, They're not together no more. No, they are. They did a tour like uh, like last year, right? I think Mm. they did a tour last year. But uh, you know, they're like stereotypical that pop punk. Where are you? Like that stupid sound and all the rest of. But just like specifically that vocal style, Uh like people are always laughing about it and making jokes about it there's this band called wolf peck okay and they're like a funk kind of silly band like it. Um, but funk you mm-hmm. know groovy do do like that kind of stuff you the know the man was playing on the stage the other huh. day and your dad was like hey that's enough <laughs> that's a little too <laughs> funky <laughs> But they just this put is out church they just put out a new album and they have a song where it's like a funk song like that except the lyrics are in the style of old <laughs> pop punk <laughs> and it's it was the greatest thing I heard in a while uh, it really uh, made me happy that's funny I don't remember the name of the song sorry yeah anyway
0: probably wasn't worthy enough no it was it was. Yeah, Remember, it we'll good. we share it yeah. All right, well, let's jump right into Culture Corner.
1: We need a logo for this.
0: Like pop up on the screen. Oh, yeah. I mean. Pretty dumb. Uh, we'll get that into our spare
1: time since we're not yeah, busy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you going first? You want to go first? No, you go first. I got to look up uh, something real quick. All right, well, let me go on over to the computer screen. Here we go. Check this out. So here's the headline. TikToker fakes his fakes his own death after feeling unappreciated. Then shows up to his own funeral in a helicopter. Okay. So, Tell me about it. So this guy is feeling lonely or whatever and decide, you know, nobody wants here, I'll just read some of this dude. Says the 45, also he's 45 years old. Uh, and he's from Belgium, mm, if I remember right. So Makes sense. Belgium. Anyway, uh, so the 45-year-old What's Belgium, TikToker... What Belgium got going for him? No, they got this guy. <laughs> says he wanted to teach his loved ones a lesson. I hate it when people want to teach you a lesson, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. They usually are the one that need to learn the lesson. Here we go. Uh, teach his loved ones a lesson about how they shouldn't wait until someone is dead to meet up with them. Uh, so, yeah, so that's it. So it says the Belgian TikToker, uh, David Burton, I think is how you say it. 45 recently concocted a plan to see who in his social circle, quote, really cared about him by faking his own death. Then at his funeral, Burton gave mourners the surprise of a lifetime when he arrived at the venue via helicopter. So he pretends he dies. He gets a whole funeral together, gets all these people to, like, change their plans, go show up to his funeral, and then he just shows up in a helicopter before it starts. And he's like, hey, guys, welcome to my funeral.
0: Oh, man, you are struggling. We're going to talk
1: about some of this. Dude, story. and so it says, so he's saying, uh, let's see. um, Stunt partially uh, recorded on TikTok stemmed from Burton feeling unappreciated by his friends and family. Uh, when I see my fam, what I see in my family often hurts me. I never get invited to anything. Nobody sees me. Uh, we all grew apart. I felt unappreciated. Um, that's why I wanted to give them a life lesson and show them that you shouldn't wait until someone is dead to meet up with them. Here's the real lesson. And it's not for them. It's for you, Burton. Why don't you be someone somebody wants to hang out with?
0: Right. Exactly. You're the weirdo in the room.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what what people don't realize. But look, here's the video. You can see some of the TikTok. Well, it's not actually all that interesting. Maybe. Hey,
0: guys, it's me.
1: He just shows up. So this is outside his grandma's chamber, there right? crying like, Everybody's ah, here, he's right? dead. Ah. And then he shows up. You can't really see it, but uh, ha- like half the people go out to give him a hug. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're alive. I, uh, I feel so bad that I didn't love you all the time. And then the other half are like, this guy's not even dead? And he made me come out here? And they're like, so half the crowd's upset. And the other half is like, oh, I love oh. you so much. So Junior. you see you see half like some of them running out there and they're hugging him. That's pretty much the video.
2: It's like right.
1: But yeah, so it says um what Oh, also get this, dude. It says he got his daughter to like help him fake the death. Oh. I don't know how old the daughter is, but it says no, uh She should be old enough. Uh started by convincing Burton's friends and family that he had died. For this, Burton's daughter took to Facebook to break the terrible news. So she like puts this post, rest in peace, daddy. I'll never stop thinking about you. Uh, He should be charged just for that. Dude, right? Um, And then let's see where to get to. Here we go. So it says some members of the crowd tearfully ran to Bert to embrace him, while others remain confused in the event space parking lot. Uh, Later, after the video was uploaded, a TikTok user wrote, you got us, I swear I was crying, and then I had the shock. Buddy, we love you very much. Others were not so pleased with Burton's little stunt. Uh, quote, now we know why people don't like him. Ah! <laughs> One user wrote in the comments. Ah! Other comments, uh, commenters observed how the stunt was cruel and unnecessary. I agree. Burton had very few regrets in the first days following the event, saying the funeral proves who really cares about me. Those who didn't come did contact, to contact me to meet up, so in a way I did win. Uh, however, Burton later admitted that he should have canceled the stunt. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as I started receiving messages from people and videos uh, of them crying, uh, I should have, I could have canceled the whole thing, but it was too late. I asked myself, "What have you? Why have you done this?" But it was too late.
0: Too late. That means he already put the deposit down on the, the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says,
1: "I'm sorry to all the people I hurt. I hate hurting people." Liar. That's the end of it. Uh, but basically, he just right, needed right, go, a little go, attention. Go up a little
0: bit. Go up a little bit. Uh, oh, uh,
1: uh, I'm sorry. No, you were no, no, going no, the other no, way. No, Where no, are no, we at? We'll go down the I me. Mean. Uh, well, that's uh, what I was doing. You what started is that? That is... Nobody recognizes them today. I don't One, know. two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven. Don't get distracted seven, here. This is an ad. babies. It's not going to be whatever the picture is. It never is. Okay. Don't you know?
0: Don't click on you it. Haven't,
1: no. It's not going to be that. <laughs> eight
0: babies
1: anyway that's my uh that's my story dude. this guy's faking his own death
0: okay I, I have I, we're gonna talk a little bit about this this is
1: how time. I feel though man if I was a guy who like knew you and was kind of hanging out with you sometimes because for whatever reason if you did that there's no way I'm ever hanging out with you now
0: okay so I've had this plan in my head for a little while for my funeral okay uh, okay this is nice. so so I want to record a video now. Yeah, of me just you know at at my best. At your best. At my
1: best, and that's now. That's now, right now.
0: (laughs) This is well, okay. It's not gonna get any better. I should say, okay. Okay. You know, I'm not gonna get any younger. I'm not gonna have no more hair. I mean, like this. This is the best me. This is it going forward. You know. So I thought about. Recording a video now and like let my wife know how much I love her. Okay, you know? this is a good idea. And and you know just let everybody know, hey man, this is not this is not a uh, A time to mourn. All right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then have a DJ on the stage and be like, all right, everybody, get their hands up. Oh, Are you up. gonna be that guy at the yeah. funeral? <laughs> everybody. At my, hey, my own funeral. Put your hands yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> and then have him just drop the mean line and go into some techno.
2: Like ah. <laughs>
1: everybody we're gonna jump
0: around <laughs> jump 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 around we, jump around
1: get your hands
0: up <laughs> and i have my you know have my buddy vaughn he's a few years younger than me you know he's gonna be like 70 something come out and do a do a song talk about you know i remember dave back put your
1: head <laughs> what do you think everybody you gonna you're going to have people there crying, and it's just, pir, pir, pir. just where's the, you know? That's what I'm talking about. Get those on <laughs> your feet. I want to see you on your feet. Come
0: on. Everybody's going to want to be at my funeral. Oh, dude. Everybody's going to want to get
1: away from your <laughs> funeral. <laughs> <laughs> there? Oh, I can't man. even stand those shows now. Imagine if I thought I was at a funeral. Oh, man. Go to all these I thought shows. That was a great it's idea. a good idea. It would be funny. <laughs> I'd uh, do it for the fun. And then i do it, and everybody's just like. Yeah. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine. Like your older relatives, they're like wiping their eyes. And like, <laughs> just well, just we like, have what? to get up. Right? <laughs> what do <laughs> you do? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Get your hands up. What's
0: the song? I don't know. I don't know. Probably
1: something. You, you're some... going to have to pick a song. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick a song. It it's probably going to be
0: something like, you know. First one to be kind of slow, maybe maybe that song. That, oh, so
1: uh, they're on their feet for a few songs.
0: Oh yeah, we're partying. This, the rest of the funeral is a party.
1: Yeah, it
0: is. It's a party, bro. It's this so is not a funeral. It's a party. You know it's how they always say we're not going to have a funeral, we're going to have a celebration. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it to the next level. But you really want to celebrate? Oh yeah, we're celebrating. You right. should
1: have celebrate just playing. You know how they celebrate have like you know you Jesus walk in and they celebrate. have like some quiet uh, <laughs> piano in the background as you're walking in, waiting for the funeral to start.
2: Mine's You'll gonna, just have like celebrate. Mine,
0: and, mine's gonna be like really low, but yeah. it's gonna be kind of because I don't I don't want it to be a surprise, uh-huh. but it's gonna be like, too, 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 <laughs> but really low, and then I'm gonna come on and get right? you, or maybe get we're gonna go into the slow. Maybe we'll go. Live. Why
1: don't you fake your own? To, and uh, you see can how pop it goes, up. and
0: see how it goes, and if it goes well, we'll really do
1: no, it. No, 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 whenever you surprise DJ comes out, everybody get your hands up, then you pop out of the casket, and you're, uh,
2: oh, that you're, would be so great. Hands in the air. What song? Hands in the air. I think the first
0: song would be something like the uh, the one P. Diddy wrote for Biggie when he okay. died. You know what I'm saying? What was that one? I don't know. Uh,
1: Let's hear it. Go ahead. I don't know. Here's remember. the... Go ahead. Culture. <laughs> How's, uh, it go? How's everybody it go? knows the song. If you tell me today, I should probably know it. But
0: It's a remake on... Uh, uh, what is the song? Come on. <laughs> Talk to the people while I look up the song. <sighs> He's got
1: to look it up. It's okay. Um, I am not going to have a party at my funeral. Actually, I don't know. I don't care. You guys do whatever you want. You don't even have to have a funeral for me. You know, I'm I'm dead, so we're good. Really? Yeah. I don't think I'll care, right? I'll be dead? I don't know, man. I just want... I don't want... They'll to- have a funeral. Somebody will be there. I think. Is anybody yeah. coming to the funeral?
0: I'll be missing you. Remember Oh, song? yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Me, just real quick, so we don't get to a- Go ahead, sing it. So...
1: I'll be... Turn
2: me up real quick. Oh, turn me up. Yep. I'm on the
0: the yeah, All right, get it it up. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to get you too straight. Y'all know the song.
2: Yeah,
1: I do know the song.
0: Yeah, maybe, you know, have one of my kids get up there and rap that. You know, like y'all have to sing at funerals for your your, your family. And Dude, stuff. I got to
1: sing at my grandma's birthday. See I'm time out? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say too much because this will probably come out before then. Yeah. Although they won't watch it till It'll later. Let,
0: I don't know. They're going to be driving to Colorado.
1: Yeah, but her birthday party's this Saturday. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably won't. They, they won't yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. But somebody well, will say something, so don't say
1: much more. That's true. Yeah. I won't. But yeah, we got to sing. Like
0: Ben had to sing on Father's Day. He didn't even know he was singing on Father's Day. Yeah, but at like,
1: least he sang that before. It's yeah. like a, a normal song in oh, a this reasonable setting. We're going to Monument Inn.
0: Oh, yeah, so you guys at Monument Oh, you're yeah, renting the room, hopefully, right? We, were, we got the room okay. down there. So
1: they did this for my grandpa's party okay. so when he turned 80. We rented okay. out a room, Monument Inn. And they were like, hey, uh, and they asked me because I'm the sound guy, right? So they said, hey, can you bring some speakers? We're going to have a party for, for Paw Ball's birthday party when he turns 80. I said, cool. And then I found out that was at Monument Inn. I was like, you want me to bring like a PA to Monument Inn? And they're like, yeah, we got the room. And then I said, okay. They're like, Sure so Put yeah, I yoga <laughs> people how's that shrimp <laughs> yeah but Shrimp scampi on the grill. So <laughs> it wasn't that crazy. But, you know, yeah, we got to, I'm, like, bringing speakers into this restaurant. But, you know, it's the rooms at the bottom, no, so it's separate. The bottom, and yeah. then, uh, and then yeah, you know, it's the Nissen Everybody family, so there, everybody's got to like sing.
0: They're, like, chilling, they're, like, shrimp's <laughs> jumping up on their plate
1: because <laughs> y'all jamming out yeah, underneath. Man. So we sang some songs. And then uh, he always he's always, like, requesting that the whole family sing some songs. Oh, okay. And so then, like, we all got to get up there and sing some song together. And it's fine. I'm glad we can make him happy or whatever. But we're just always like, what are we doing? We're at Monument Inn. And the family's singing song. Like, what, are we, what is happening? Yeah. But it was a good event. He yeah. had a great time. We all had a great time. And uh, anyway, now. be friends forever. <laughs> and now it's my grandma's turn to, to turn 80. Okay. She's and so a, they she, said, run it back. Let's yeah. do it again. You still got the PA? I still got a PA. Bring it on up. I'm going to i got to bring it, and we're going to sing songs at the restaurant. Okay. That's what we do. Hey, you're the guy. Here's the thing. I love my grandparents. I love my grandparents. So we'll do whatever. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.
0: Yeah, even if it's making
1: shrimp. Jump, jump, jump. You know, wherever. we've done it before in their backyard when okay. we had a party. That's not me. That's back, back, the backyard. You know, it's at your house. Do you want to sing yeah. at your house? That makes sense. It's a little weird when we're going to restaurants, but whatever, dude. Hey, we're gonna have a good time. So, what did this this white neighborhood yesterday? Oh, I like the way you said that. It was this neighborhood
0: is really, really white. Uh-huh. You know, it's one of those I know what you're one about. of those neighborhoods that if you know. Yeah, if, if you're anything but white, you you got there on accident. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, you turned the wrong way.
1: That's how I am in my neighborhood. Except
0: it's
2: opposite.
0: <laughs> well, I pulled up to this and knocked on the door, and it was this older black gentleman. Uh-huh. And I was just like, okay. Oh. Um, I, I did not expect that because me and Sandra looked at a house in this neighborhood. We were just like.
1: <laughs> we specifically looked at a house in this and neighborhood. And we were like, this is
0: not for us. You know, oh, okay. When we were looking at the house and we're leaving, like this biker gang with all these Confederate flags, <laughs> we're leaving at the same time. We were just like, okay, no, okay,
1: no, we're not doing. You know, we're not doing this. You didn't send the vibes. And so and then wanted. we started
0: like you know looking the neighborhood up, and there's been some you know incidents. Ah. So when I got there, I was very surprised. Okay, and then went to the backyard, and of course I'm checking on this pool and stuff and he's just I mean he's probably my age maybe a little bit older mm-hmm. and he's just like on the boombox killing the 90's rap
2: just blaring <laughs> it. oh just blaring
1: it yeah
0: so loud I'm just like okay you know some some people are followers and some people are trailblazers <laughs> right and this dudes a trailblazer blazing them trails <laughs> yeah. he's Say like I'm, t- I'm turning this neighborhood around by myself <laughs>
1: That's great. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. And I'm I, in a very much uh black slash Hispanic. And I'm like, this is great. Uh-huh. You know, because yeah. I, I've been in
0: this neighborhood yeah. when you and I was I, I gave homies some knuckles and was just like, call me when you need me, man. I give you <laughs> Call me <when laughs> give you a discount. <laughs> Trailblazers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like it, dude. All right, I got I got a story for you. Oh yeah, we got more
0: stories. So let's do this. So Pride Month. Uh, it right, was, was this month, them. right? I'm pretty sure Pride Month was this month. It still is, yeah. Yeah, so this, this church in Massachusetts was celebrating Pride Month. There
1: it is. Whoa. During their
0: celebration, lightning strikes.
1: Jeez Louise.
0: And lightning strikes
1: the temple, the steeple, and it collapses. Mm. So... I mean, You said the church was celebrating the, Pride Month. Yes, ah. they
0: were celebrating Pride Month, and I guess the heavens didn't appreciate it. And struck by lightning. Struck by lightning and just Celebrate. zapped this church. You're like, hey,
1: goodness,
0: we love you, but we're burning the sin out of this church. <laughs> Is that <laughs> what it was? I don't
1: know. What do you think? Ah, uh, man, that's a that's a tough one,
0: right? I don't know. Look how old this church is, too. It looks like this church has been around for a minute. The steeple, and it was just like, uh uh-uh, uh, we're uh-uh, not having not this. Today. We're not celebrating it. Well, love people. Whoo, there it goes. God said that I will not flood the earth again, but I will bring the fire. He brought the
1: fire. Yeah. Somebody brought the fire.
0: Somebody brought the fire. Goodness gracious. So, I don't know, man. Thought that was pretty interesting. So, what do they do, huh? Like, the church was built in 1943. Good. I mean, 1743.
1: 17?
0: 1743. Run that, run that back. Hold
1: up. Run All that right, back. Go back here. Let me just see it. Did you, yes, 1743. The church was first
0: built in 1743. And
1: already destroyed by fire once before in 1862.
0: I wonder what that was.
1: What was it? <laughs> I don't know. They were. Uh, Maybe they were out in front of something on that let's too. Let's see, 1862, they were uh, embracing the witchcraft, or what was it?
0: 1862.
1: Uh, uh, Massachusetts.
0: I don't know, man. Maybe that was people rising up from the South.
1: I don't know. Maybe you just had a fire. <laughs> bad wiring. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it was just bad wiring. Maybe. <laughs> it was bad wiring. and. But I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, that's not good. No, it's
0: not. Is so
1: it coincidence? Coincidence. What do you think? I don't know. Just like we just, need an affirmative answer right here, right now. Tell put, the people. Yeah, put it in the comments. You oh, think no. this is? Oh, you gonna put it on them? I want yeah. you to say. I oh, no, no,
0: No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna get it. Some, you know, okay. back and forth yeah, with our with some, our people. Get that some engagement. It. All for y'all. All yeah, tell I Chevo. Need, I need four for you. Like Chevo, uh Jimmy, uh-huh. Jimmy's wife. <laughs> Jimmy's wife. <what? laughs> they that's our three big ones right that's there. That's it right there. So we know we got Ray Ann.
1: Yeah, you know, she comes and goes. Yeah, she she comes. She'll come is, eventually. She, She'll catch up. Yeah, but she's caught up. She's caught up, well, supposedly.
0: She, well, I don't she know. might have last week to listen yeah, she to. She probably got. A, She's a mama.
1: I sent it to her. I said uh, I I sent it to her because I was like, hey, I know you're. Yeah. You're me too catching up. You here. I sent it to her. She was her like, yay. Oh, you sent it to her too? Yeah, I did. Cause no, I seen She her. didn't even reply when I sent it to her. <laughs>
0: well, because I seen her at uh, Adam's house on. Saturday.
1: Wow, she's getting around.
0: Yeah, they had a. She's uh, having a good time. Sebastian's party was a, a mm, yeah, birthday yeah. party was over there, so she brought the boys well, and go. the girls. But all uh, these people with the kids, they were out, man. They were hey, they had a nerf part nerf party, so they were in the backyard and like that sh- shooting everybody I'm into that. Hey, I like both nerd. of them. Both of them. I thought they were kids. I couldn't tell the difference between Ryan and Eric. They were out there. Well, strapped
1: when, up when the nerf comes out. You know, it gets it gets serious. I, it happens. Yeah. It happens.
0: So let us know what do you think um 1862 happened and 2023. Do you think it was a co- coincidence
1: a, quin- a coincidence.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. That this got blasted um because of pride or pride week. <laughs> You see, no, no, no. you see what I did there. See what I did there. Regular old pride,
1: just regular pride, or pride, or or oh. or. You're not going to pride give them, with all the letters. You're not going to give them the option of you know just sometimes or or fires it's bad the, weather or just some bad weather. Bad weather.
0: I mean, if you think of bad weather, go ahead and put bad weather. But I think it's either pride <laughs> or pride. Or Pride.
1: Okay. Yeah. There we go. We'll
0: pride see what with the one color say, or pride with seven lots colors.
2: Of color.
1: Yeah,
0: or just a, y'all know how I feel in this situation. Yeah, right. You I, feel like I feel like I love all people.
1: Yeah, that's what you feel like. Yeah, one
0: color or a bunch of colors, I still love yeah. them. Don't agree. Yeah, but it, you know, I
1: get I get called. So you think the church got <clears throat> smitten? I think that's the word. I think that it, <laughs> smoked, <laughs> it's
0: Not smited. Smoked almost feels like it was gang, gangsterish. You know.
1: The big G. <laughs> <laughs> the big G, dude. As the top G.
0: The top G. The capital, top G. Capital G. As uh as Andrew Tate was saying. Yeah, that's top G. The top G, baby. Maybe. Maybe. I mean he's done it before. He'll do it again.
2: Yeah.
0: I like that song.
1: Okay, speaking of songs, Oh, speaking of songs. We have got a, a song. song. <laughs> for us He's like somebody, something. somebody, please help him. Somebody is
0: <laughs> We're gonna up. get canceled on our second YouTube Jeez show. Louise. All right, we got torn wells and elevated, worse ele- elevated, elevation, elevation. Yeah, worship, yeah. joy in the
1: morning. Okay, here we go.
2: is for a reason, but you don't know what you don't know And you'll never have peace if you don't let go of tomorrow Cause it ain't even fate till your plan falls apart But you still choose to follow If it doesn't make sense right now, you will when it's over There will be joy in the morning. There will be joy in the morning. If it's not good, then he's not done, or no, he's not done with the end. There will be joy in the morning. Giving in to your feelings is like drowning in the shallows Oh, you gotta keep believing Even in the middle of the unknown Cause grace will be there When you come to the end of your road And you let go It may feel like you're going down now But the story isn't over There will be joy.
0: be Joy in the Morning. Torn Wells. I was just thinking, man, I haven't heard anything from him in a minute. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then here he is popping up again. Back at it. With Elevation Worship. They always do a great job. You ever seen that show, um, uh, Twins? The movie. It's a movie.
2: With
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, and Danny DeVito.
1: I never actually saw it, but I know what it is.
0: Well, there's a line in there. You know, they're twins, and Arnold's this big,
1: you know, yoked
0: up you know and then Danny DeVito is this little squatty fat dude you mm-hmm. know and there's a line that says that uh, Danny DeVito is just all the leftover crap from Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah you know
1: what I mean so tie it in yeah
0: so when I, when I watch super talented and good looking people like that I feel like Danny DeVito <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how you tie it in you're Danny DeVito I'm Danny DeVito <laughs> These guys
0: are so good looking, and <laughs> no, they dude, sing so Danny good. Danny DeVito
1: is a talented actor with a lot of money. So, I can't you're hit, not man.
0: even. I, I'm not even. I'm not even the
1: crap that's left over. Below it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see Shark Tales back in the day? You remember uh, Shark Tales, dude? Come on. For Shark Tales, the the, the cartoon, yeah. I mean, I
0: remember seeing it, but I don't remember watching it.
1: There's a spot in there, Oscar, played by Will Smith, before everybody hated him. Yeah. It's the main character. Before he slapped homeboy? His whole thing is he wants to make it. He wants to live in a penthouse suite and all that stuff. But he's in some sorry apartment complex or something. And he's talking with um, uh, Mr. Sykes. Okay. And Mr. Sykes is his boss. And uh, I anyway, he's... Mr. Sykes starts trying to tell him Like his place uh, In the food chain And he's like Here's this There's sharks There's this mm. There's regular fish There's da 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 He's like there's coral He said there's whale poo He's like And then there's you That's sucker where you Was at. he a sucker fish? No nah, he was underneath whale poo mm. That was him Wow Just thought of that So are you saying that I I <laughs> No, I'm saying no. You, dude, you. I need to find my where I am on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought of. <laughs> You're over here. There's Arnold Schwarzenegger. There, there's 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 Danny DeVito. I say Danny DeVito. You say underwell poo. <laughs> no, that was Oscar from Shark Tale. He was underwell. But poop. why would you bring that up right now?
2: <laughs> because it's just.
1: Look, man, you are a valuable, good-looking guy yeah you're a good preacher you're a hard worker you're uh you're a small business owner small business that's getting actually so large you're having trouble keeping up with it you're killing it man you got a you got a family that loves you look at this dude i got a lot of stuff the list can go on you got a nice house you got more christmas trees than anybody i've ever seen you are doing so well that your kids don't know how to cut the grass (laughs) That's how good you're doing,
2: <laughs> You're doing so
1: well, your kids don't even know how to clean up after themselves anymore because you're doing so good. You are killing it so hard. Uh, I mean, we can keep going. No, stop. <laughs> it, it,
0: it turned somewhere. I'm it
1: telling turned. you. It was going so I'm telling good. you, you're doing amazing. <laughs> it turned. I'm so, telling you. It was going so good. You did. Th- it was going so good. <laughs> I just...
0: And then you made me feel like a terrible father.
1: No, man. Your kids love you. You never make them do any chores. They think you're the greatest. You buy them cookies. Uh. They they love you.
0: Oh, man. Our next subject is going to be (laughs)
1: tough. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about today?
0: Toxic masculinity. (laughs) And why men were so much stronger back in the day than they are now. Hey.
1: It's because fathers like me. Eating chocolate-covered almonds or whatever it was what were we were talking about last week.
2: <laughs> now another problem. <laughs> we don't have to talk about this one. We no need more. some more Danny
1: DeVitos, you know? <coughs> oh, man.
0: Oh, crap. I'm a loser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying good things about you.
0: Hey, I got to get some the my white mud tears. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I'm, I was re- I really was trying to give you compliments there for a oh, second there. It's oh, going man. so well. Uh, until I
0: until can it, keep going, too. Until it wasn't. No, please don't.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I, can give you more compl- I can give you compliments all day. If that's a compliment,
0: I'm going <laughs> to stay this side of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we like to have fun here, folks. We're having a compliment.
0: Uh, right, let's talk about toxic masculinity.
1: All right, let's talk about it.
0: You know, it's been one of those things that's been going around, going on for a little while, and and uh, let's just start off where I think it started. I think it started back in Genesis. What is it? Why don't
1: we? What is?
0: Look it up. Let's look at what toxic masculinity okay. is. Let, let's, yeah. let, let's just put it out there for the people, and let's see what what the culture is calling it right now. Uh, um, let's
1: see if I said toxic. To spell it, but hopefully that was close enough. Close enough. What is toxic masculinity? Here, I'll put it on the screen because I'm the man. Because we can do that now. Because we can. Uh, Toxic masculinity. Wait, first off, what is this source? I don't know. Here's the WebMD. Okay. That's legitimate. Uh, Is an attitude or set of social guidelines stereotypically associated with manliness that often have a negative impact on men, women, and society in general term toxic masculinity isn't meant to imply that the idea of masculinity in itself is inherently bad okay
0: Okay, so that's probably a pretty fair uh definition of it but that's not the way culture is looking at it right now culture is looking at it like this is inherently bad yeah and men are ruining the culture that masculinity masculinity is i guess we can't we got to make sure our genders are correct because
1: well, I meant like not toxic masculinity, but generally right. Is what and
0: is. I think this started way back in Genesis when the Bible talks about like at the end of the day, the the man is going to bruise the top of the head of the serpent, mm. right? So if that was if that was prophecy that was said that was going to happen in the future, okay, then what has to happen so that doesn't happen? that we have to get rid of man at at its core,
2: mm.
0: right? So I think when I look at, when I read the scripture in Genesis, prophesied at the end of the day, this is what's going to happen, that the only way to do that is get rid of men. Mm. We can't get rid of men, right? Because if you get rid of men, then you you stop reproduction. But what you can do is you can get rid of masculinity. mm you can get rid of, um, they said men with with a higher testosterone or men that are most likely going to fight back. Yeah. So. Makes sense. If you're in a society like uh, China mm-hmm. or something like that, you don't want people that's going to fight the system, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then now if you kind of look at the culture of the world and what's going on, You're looking at um, power is everything, right? Power, if you have power, um, you have control. You have uh, the right to do whatever you want because you're the most powerful. And that's why they're always talking about um, things like, uh, what do you call it? when everybody does. The Illuminati. The Illuminati and Mm -hmm. one world, uh, you know, government and different Mm -hmm. things like that because they're trying to take the most powerful people Mm -hmm. and they're trying to put them at the top because those people are seeking the power and and making the decisions for everybody.
1: So you think that this uh, attack on masculinity is like a calculated thing by people in power? I think that is
0: a theory of mine. Mm. I haven't landed on it yet, but I do know that if it's a prophecy Mm -hmm. that the enemy is going to do whatever he can to stop that from happening.
1: Because he wants to win. So I would say it would be more of a conspiracy, not so much that the people in governments are um, intentionally thinking that, but it'd be more of... Like the enemy being Satan himself, is kind of putting that into the world,
0: right? And who's he using?
1: Using the government, right,
0: right. I, and I would, I would agree. I would agree when you have people like you know uh, Andrew Tate, and, and I, I just bring him up a couple of times because I'm—he's just recently got out of jail, and he's he's yeah. done a couple of big interviews with the BBC and then ValueTainment. So if you want to go listen to some of those, they're, they're, they're pretty good. Um, pretty good interviews. And his thing is that the reason they're trying to get rid of him is because that he is the poster child of masculinity. Mm. You know, his whole thing is being the top G and being uh, the head of the household and being in charge of his family. Basically what he was saying is being a biblical father, son uh, in his family. And that's what it is. So, Sandra, and I think we probably talked a little bit about this last week, Sandra doesn't need me to survive. She's a strong, educated woman, great career, can do things on her own. Yeah, Without me, she can exist. She'll live. Married to me, because we do follow God's word, she understands that I run the family and she is my helpmate.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: that doesn't mean that she's my slave. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I run over her and I don't listen to what she has to say because why would I? Because she is a very intelligent person, so she's going to have some some good insight on stuff that I might not. <clears throat> sure. But at the end of the day, for our family, she she is going to give me the ball when the decision has to be made. mm Right? She's going to pass that to me and let me make the decisions. Now, that wasn't always the case. I had to earn the ball. Mm. I had to make sure that even if I made the wrong decision, that she knew that the decision came from a good place. Yeah, Not a a place of selfishness or things that I wanted to do, but it came from the overall good of the family. Yeah. right. So... When you take out masculinity from a family structure, which is what we've done, um, in America especially, because what we what have we done? We've broken we've broke down the family structure. Mm-hmm. Uh over fifty percent of marriages have now um have taken a divorce on. And normally the courts favor the mom. Yeah. So that pulls the dad out of the home. And now it's come out in in Texas. In Texas that the um what is the um the government st- uh people that take care of uh child support. Anyways, that entity
1: That court system That
0: court system and all of that their retirement Is now based on how much child support that they collect.
1: Oh, didn't you bring this up? I brought it a while back. Yeah, a while back. Yeah,
0: but then it all ties into this, right? So now the incentive of a court system and and a, a infrastructure in our own state in government is to have families break up, not trying to keep them together. Yeah, to tax to tax the father most of the time at maximum Mm -hmm. for child support, right? So now that you have this, now you're bringing a father that might have made a good living at one time, and I'm not, hey, listen, I I paid my child support and I was happy to pay my child support and support my kids, so I'm not saying that we shouldn't pay child support. But when you do this and you're it directly affects you depending on how much you tax something. Mm. There's, there's something wrong, right? Especially when you're going out and you're you're taxing men, you're incentivized, you're incentivizing them. Right? So this takes, um, this takes that masculinity of a man and it begins to strip him down. Mm -hmm. Right? And and let's talk about this for a minute. I, I wrote some things down. Um, in 1944, we stormed the beaches of uh, Normandy, right? Mm -hmm. Those were men, men. They knew as soon as they got on the beach that they were dead. Yeah. Okay? But they did it anyways. Mm. Now the men today, I mean, for uh, lack of better words, stormed the beaches of their couches, playing Nintendo. And and I'm not saying anything about playing video games. I, I mean, come on. But... We're talking about two different men. Mm. You know, we're talking about men that were pulled from their homes and made go and fight, and they did it for the love of their country. And now it's hard to find people that are, now patriot is a bad word. Oh yeah, Being a patriot, someone that loves their country and willing to fight for the country and the rights for the country and all those things. Now, for the same men that would give their life, if you say that you are a patriot, that's a bad word. It's weird. It's very weird. Be, yeah. So they're trying to strip down masculinity.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, Back in my day and before, you used to have to go out and meet girls. Hmm. Right? Yeah. You used to have to be turned down. A lot. Face to face. Oh, yeah. You know, it wasn't just swipe oh, left yeah. or right until they picked you. Mm. You know what I mean? And and it hurt. But you know what? It built confidence. It made you look at yourself and go, okay, what do I need to change? Because if I'm not good enough to, if I'm just under mm-hmm. well poo,
2: <laughs>
0: then I need to do something in my life. I need to yeah. get a better education. I need to maybe brush my hair better and get some do something to improve myself so I won't be turned down face to face by these girls like fake your own
1: death. Son. Yeah.
0: And, and and then come on. And listen, if you work at if you work at GameStop I'm sorry. <laughs> but they're all the same. Yeah. They're all normally very um Socially weird mm. don't get out much, probably a little bit overweight, play way too much pokemon mm. uh, that's kind of what society wants the man to be like right now, mm. you know, not able to hold us on this this uh this book that I'm gonna read, and I forgot the name of the book, and I didn't write it down. this is the most dangerous person in the world is a young man who is broke and alone. Mm. And that's a way nothing, nothing to lose. Nothing going on in his life. Nobody he feels like nobody loves him. Fakes his death and hires helicopters to come and surprise everybody. I mean come on. We just talked about it. Yeah. This is the this is where we were breaking down masculinity. Men uh, are 98% Uh, more likely to use drugs and overdose on drugs. 93% of people that are in prison are men. 98% of people that are on death row are men. Mm. Um, Only 41% of people that go to college now are men.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a big thing
0: right now. And 60%. They're all doing trade work. Yes, now down 60% since 1970. Yeah. Now, I know we need trades, yeah, and trades runs this company, mm-hmm. but we're getting to the position where we're trying to promote the woman more than that we're pro- promoting the man, mm-hmm. and not that we don't need to promote women, I think we need to have equal rights for women in in the job and all those things and and we i mean if you if you really want to get into looking at some of that I've debated some of my loved ones on it and it didn't go very well for either one of us because we just got mad at each other but there, yeah. I mean I think that if mm-hmm. you, you have a, a wife that wants to stay home with the kids and the way we grew up mm-hmm. you know with the, the mom at home and raising you and, and different things like that um, it makes a difference in life yeah. It makes it. Uh, well, if accuser. you just
1: got some family member that's taken care of
0: Yeah. Somebody at home instead of you being. Instead raised, of you
1: just being raised by daycare. Or, yeah. Or the school, public school system. Or, or TV
0: or, or something like that. You know, video yeah. games and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Men are three times more likely to commit suicide.
2: Mm. And I think that's
0: an attack on, on everything and socially that's going around us right now. And I think we talked about this last week. When's the last time that you've seen a woman? change to a man
2: mm.
0: and be like socially praised for it. Mm. You don't see that. It's always the man that's changing to the woman that gets the face put on a beer can. It's always the man that changes the woman that gets woman of the year. Mm. You know why? Because they're wanting to push the masculinity of a man down and promote women. Why? Why? Because what we talked about earlier. Do you
1: think it's more because just like women are generally more accepting than men are? So, like, you know, like the women, they got the gay friends and all that kind of stuff, and they just think it's fun that they're being so feminine we can hang out, as opposed to the guys. They don't really hang out and bro around. With, um, you know
0: what I mean? Prob- There's probably some of that. Yeah. You know, uh, I was like that. You know, I, uh, I had a, my ex wife's uh, cousin was gay, mm-hmm. right? and um and we was gangsters back then yeah. like we was hardcore mm-hmm. but he was he was man he was like the coolest dude there was yeah. like he would give his shirt off your back you know and, and most gay people are that way they're the nicest people that you ever meet the nicest some of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life were gay mm-hmm. and and that's why i have a love for him mm-hmm. you know because it doesn't matter where you come from if you treat them nice they're going to treat you nice and that's the way it is um, they're, most of them are not backstabbers and because they've been through some things in their life, becoming, trying to coming out and being gay. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, they understand some of those things. So for that, man, I love these people. I mean, I, I love all people. I'm, I've, all, I've been criticized as being a little bit liberal, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, just
1: love too much,
0: but yeah, because I have a pastor's heart. And I think that if you're in my position that you have to be able to love, but also hold accountable, Yeah, for sure. you know? And that's the problem is just, like, the hold accountable part is, like.
2: Yeah. But for
0: me, how can I sit down with somebody that I don't think is doing what the Bible said is right and and point the finger at them and saying, you're wrong,
2: Mm.
0: without having a relationship? Yeah. They're going to hear me if it's coming from a friend. If I come to you, James, and say, hey, man, there's some things in your life that you probably need to correct,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. right now, you'd probably listen to those things. Yeah, you know, if if it was 15 years ago, you'd be just like, ah, whatever. You know, I got to do something because we've over the last 15 years, we've we've gotten to where we we are now. Yeah, relationship has been built, trust has been built. Those things that I have not, we we haven't backstabbed each other and the, all those things, and we have to get in the relationship. We we, we need crossover.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I truly believe that we need. And this kind of gets off of the ma- masculinity a little bit, but we need crossover. We need pastors to be sitting down with with um, Muslim leaders Yeah, you know we need Muslim leaders to sit down with uh, the uh, Jewish synagogue leaders you know and, and come together and be able to sit down and have conversation and meals and all of those things without having all these politics come up you know and that way when the community is suffering we can come together as one we might have different agendas as far as who God is, but for the people, because that's what it's all about It's for the people that we can come together. Yeah. We can have our differences, you know, on Sunday. That's why America is America because we come over here for freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I know I'm gonna have a bunch of people mad at me for saying stuff like that, but masculinity is, is, is breaking down. Check this out. Um, they did a study for 2,000 men um, from 1970 to, no, 30 years. It has been 30 years. So what is that?
1: 30 years. Ni- from 1970? No, no, 30 years from now. Oh, so the like the 90s? The 90s.
0: Okay. They wanted to see, um, they did a study in 1990, and then they did a recent study in 2022 on bench press and squat. Oh, Okay, just to see where men are,
1: right? Who were they testing? Just like, just gym rats, but oh, so so the, gym the, people, gym people. It, it wasn't just like fifty random men. No. Okay. Um. And, I would guess it's gone up. Okay. Because I feel like, uh, like fitness stuff is very trendy right now. Um, there's been more information. People are – they know how to train better than they did back then. Um, They are more knowledgeable about nutrition. So I would guess that it's gone up. There's just more information available. It's a lot more easily accessible, how to train properly, to build the most muscle and all that kind of stuff. So I would guess it's gone up. More equipment. Yeah. It seems like it should go up. More knowledge. Yeah. More – But I feel like you're going to tell me it's gone
0: down. More uh, – Easily accessible. Uh, like, uh, not medicine, but uh, like vitamins, supplements. supplements yeah, like nutrition, right, right. information. All right, so, so bench press. In 1990, the average pre- people, the average 2,000 benched 240 pounds. That's a lot of weight. A lot of weight. 2022,
1: 187.
0: Mm, it's going down. Mm. Squats. In 1990, 277 and today, two twenty
1: five. Mm. What was the last one?
0: Uh, grip strength. Um, but I, I, I didn't get into the article far enough to 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 understand what it to, 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 to get the, uh, the, the which call, cause it was a. a I'm gonna guess early. it's gone down. I'm gonna guess too, and they and, and the the big one was grip strength because they 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 compared grip strength um to basculent to uh, no. Uh, just testosterone,
1: over, yeah, and like overall health, it's yeah. a big deal.
0: Yeah, they, they said that the 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 majority of men that have more grip strength have more testosterone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, like if you can
1: hang from a bar, right,
2: for a yeah. minute or something. And they say
0: that the people that lift heavy heavy weights and carry them longer distance mm-hmm. live
1: longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a study that came out a couple of years ago. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like all this info, you'd think that people are getting stronger and and more. Healthier.
0: And there's probably a percentage of them that are. Yeah. You know that are actually using the information uh, over longer period yeah. of times, but I think that there is a lot of the other uh, the other thing is like if you look at the non traditional marriages and different things like that. So you you look at and. And I'm I'm really not down on the the pride movement. Okay, I'm really really down on uh, the LGBTQ plus because mm-hmm. they're the, they're, they're, that's the movement that's really going after our children and wanting to take you know testosterone, give testosterone to girls and with the other one to boys and really estrogen, ch- estrogen to really change them before they even have an understanding what a, a male and a female is right. Mm-hmm um but if if you go into you know some of these communities, they're very fit, yeah, but they're not trying to lift big weights because they don't want to look like a man, oh, you know, mm. but they are fit people um so to say all that to say this, man, I think yeah what do we do the 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 question is 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 this is this a sign of what's really going on in in American society? Or is this a sign that's going on worldwide? And then, if it is, is this is this like I said? Is this something that was prophetic that's going on that happened in Genesis? And they're saying, you know, at the end of the day, that the the hill of a man is going to bruise the the head of a serpent. Mm-hmm. And is this? Are we looking at this and just thinking like uh, like society is? Is just like going downhill a little bit of the time when we're not even realizing it, mm-hmm. um, because I think what happens, what happens in society right now is like, so the government comes and then we're just like, okay, we're going to take these one hundred rights from you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, ah, you can't take hundred rights from them. And they're like, oh, my bad, and they give us ninety nine back, and then we're like, whoo, mm-hmm. we just we barely escaped that one. Mm. Not seeing short-term, our eyes are set on short-term. We got 99 of those back. Mm -hmm. But if this is true and accurate and the things that they're doing, they're looking at the long-term game, right? We'll take one back at a time. Mm. We'll get you all riled up, and you won't miss the one that's missing.
2: Yeah.
0: So, I don't know, man. I'm just real concerned when I I don't see – a man stepping up to be who God has called him to be yeah. and and it might be me, and it might be me because I take it very, very serious, yeah, to the point where and I think we've talked about this before, like I dress according to what's going on, mm-hmm. like to protect my family mm-hmm. to be the man um that God has called me to be because if if I can't protect my family, then what what good am I to them, yeah. I'm called to be the protector and provider.
2: Yeah.
0: If I can't provide for my family, um and this might be this might be controversial, if I can't provide for my family without my wife's income,
2: mm.
0: what good am I? Mm. Now we're not going to live at the same no. The same level. But I should at least be able to carry us. Put some food on the table. Yeah, put some food on the table and make sure that we have the necessities, toilet paper, you know, mm-hmm. to you know, the stuff. Um, now, I'm not saying that we, should, we have to go out and we have to live large and all those things. But I should at least be able to do those things. Mm. If somebody comes and they're like, pulls my wife's purse off of her shoulder, I should at least be able to fight that back. Mm. You know? I should have at least enough cardio to... Ah, ninja skills. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. That's what I'm called to do. Mm. I should at least be a man's man to show my kid what it is to, you know, go outside and pee in the woods. Oh. You know what I mean? And, and Now you're talking and my and language. Stand up and teach my kid when he's getting bullied at school by a kid, like, "Hey man, this is not okay." Yeah. If he continues to do that, punch him in his nose and kick him in his nuts. This is the conversations. Uh-huh. Not oh he's probably just having a bad day just yeah just you know just ignore it no that's not that's not what being a man is A being a man is standing up against wrong no matter what the wrong is yeah you know and it's the same thing my little grandson he was getting picked on at school and his daddy told me, his dad called me Josh he called me he was just like what do I need to do I said you need to tell him to punch the kid in the nose or it's not going to stop
2: mm-hmm.
0: when I was in sixth grade. um, I played on the football team. I've always been a very good athlete. Yeah. Always been a good athlete. But when I always, you know, I had I had some reading issues, so I always was com- kind of behind it. I had dyslexia. Well, right. when I was growing up, they didn't know what dyslexia was. It was just, you know, and for back, like lack of better terms, back then it was just either you was retarded or you was doing good, yeah. you know? So I was in some of these classes where I got made fun of at times because I was in some of the slower reading classes.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now they teach you how to read with dyslexia. They didn't know how to do that then. Anyways, to get back to it, there was a school bully,
2: Yeah, right?
0: Well, I was popular on this side because I was a star football player, athlete, but then I was having these other issues, so I had my group of friends, but then certain guys would still try to pick. Well, during six weeks... You know, test, bully sitting in front of me, kept, 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 kept. Mm-hmm. I told him, last time, if you do it again, I'm going to punch you in your eye. Did it one more time, punched, at, punched him in his eye during the six weeks test. Guess what? The bully went away. Mm. You know, there was no more bully in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And as men, we have to be able to step up and say, "Hey, listen—the the bullies. If it's the government, if it's the people in school, if it's—if it's, if it's uh, the abusive husband in your life—that it's not okay." Yeah. You know, um, my son, they kept on doing that. He said, "What do I do?" I said, "You tell him to punch him in his nose." You know? Guess what? His bully went away. Mm. But then he then. It, he kind of like took it because then the bully was peeking on some other little girl mm. and he didn't like that. So he went and punched him in his nose again. Yeah. And I was just like, Listen yeah. that's somebody else's bully.
1: <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. I think as a man there, you got to, I think part of being a man is having uh, wisdom and yep. life experience and all that stuff. And if you've got that, you know, you know that there's a time to stand up for stuff and there's Absolutely. a time.
0: Like you should go around. I'm not promoting yeah. fighting,
1: fighting all the time. Um, I, but
0: I took a lot from the bully before we oh, got yeah, to that yeah. point, you know. Yeah, I was always more... Noah got uh, choked out almost three times before whew, I told him is enough is enough. Yeah, you know, like that—that's that, enough. You're like you've gave him grace.
1: Now it's time to yeah to fight back. I was always better at uh, verbally embarrassing them in, yeah. as opposed to like having to punch him in the face. Because if you punch him in the face, even if you get him to uh, stop bullying you, there you're probably still going to the office, yeah. and you still might get in trouble at home. You know, or whatever. But if I can just like make. Oh, I told
0: myself he ain't getting in trouble at home. Yeah, well. If somebody's picking on you, you ain't getting in trouble
1: at home. Anyway, I was always still better at yeah. uh, just like if you're going to mess with me, I would just verbally mess with you yeah. and make everybody think. And sometimes think you're an that's idiot. what t- it takes. And know? then I don't go to the office. Yeah. He feels stupid, so he leaves me alone. Yeah. And uh, kind of respects me because, you know, I was able to right. get him. But uh, I wasn't as smart as you. I don't know, man. My fists were were the That was I, t- I talked better with those. But, you know, that's part of it is because sometimes, you know, you can't just talk your way out of everything. Right. Sometimes you're going to have to do your thing. Sometimes you got to run away. Sometimes you've got to stand your ground. But I think all that stuff is like that's just wisdom that you need. It's part of being a man. I think some of these um, man stats that we mentioned here, I think some of them are kind of a little more – um, where there's kind of a force kind of going against, them. and I think there's others that are just kind of like when we talked about the stats, of like uh, the all the men being in prison and all the men that commit suicide. More, I think part of that is just inherently from being a man, because like one of the traits of being a man is men is a general statement; they're more extreme. So if you found the most extreme, so it's like with like aggression. If you said like. Uh, who's the most aggressive people in the room of, like, 100 people, you'd get a pretty balanced uh, thing of, like, men to women, of just, like, people that are generally aggressive. But if you said who's the most aggressive in the room, now the odds of that being a man are, like, 90-plus percent. And so the most aggressive person is probably going to be the one that does the robbery and probably is the one that, you know, all that kind of stuff. So some of that kind of, you know, like, I don't think it's necessarily – that somebody's out to get you because there's a lot of men in prison. Some of it is just like that's kind of the yeah. thing.
0: And the pressure on a man's greater sometimes. You know, sometimes, when when, yeah. when you're having to provide for a family and you're having to do it. Like uh, Pastor Caesar said in his message, is just like you bring that home and your, your kids ask you like, mm. "How was your day?" And then you don't want to sit there and just like you don't even understand my boss sucks. You know, yeah, uh, you know, make a bit of a wage. All, all these things mm. and the pressure f- to you for you to provide is is great. Yeah. So you do sometimes, you know, snap and, and mm-hmm. be more aggressive and a lot because of the pressures of the world.
1: Do you, and sometimes, uh, you know, a lot of guys get, they get flat. Cause you know, how was your day, honey? And it's fine. And they don't want to talk about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's like, looked down upon. Cause Oh, mm-hmm. they're holding everything in. They're not opening up. Uh, but I'll do that a lot of time. And it's not because I just want to hold things in, but it's like, if I had a rough day, um and now i got home i'm happy i'm home i'm happy it's all done with i just want to be happy at home i don't want to relive my horrible day i think there's something to that too Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: the same exact way like
1: i don't want to sit here and complain like i'm feeling good that i'm home yeah. i don't want to like go back to feeling annoyed and frustrated that plus i, I think a
0: lot of that is uh, I, I, as part of that is masculinity man some of you, we have to be able to suck that stuff up. Like this world is not going to be nice to us all the time.
2: Yeah.
0: And suck it up and let it go. Mm-hmm. Like our feelings- But I'm
1: saying sometimes it's not even like suck it up for me. Like sometimes it's just like I'm good now. Yeah, but if I mean, you make me the- go back and relive this yeah. bad day, like yeah. I'm not going to be good. Yeah. Wait. So but usually like it'll still I'll tell you about the crazy thing that happened eventually. Like right. it'll come up in conversation and I'll feel I'll be in a better mental place where yeah. I can be like, oh yeah, this crazy thing happened to me yesterday. I have the attitude a lot that I just, I'll let it go. Yeah. Like, I don't ha- I'm not one of those
0: people that just like, unless it's something like with my wife and I that really need to be worked out. But most things I'm just like, man, life is too short. I'm not, I'm yeah. not dwelling on this. You yeah. know, it happened. Today's a new day. Mm-hmm. And that's really how I am. Um, and, and a lot of times that doesn't work in relationships because, they want to talk about it. You know, yeah. Your wife wants, to they, they want closure. Most women want closure. I don't need closure, man. I just need it to be over. As long as we're not fighting about it, as <laughs> long as we're yeah. not dealing with that situation no yeah. more that happened yesterday, then, then why yeah. do we need to revisit it?
1: I guess it depends, but you know,
0: yeah, It depends yeah. on who it is and what it is. Yeah, yeah. But for me, mostly, I don't know, man. I think that um, we have to be we have to be careful right now. Of what's going on in the world? Mm-hmm. You know, because we do see. Um, we do see in politics a lot of a lot of things that are going on, a lot of lies that are being told. Um, and if you look at it close, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all.
1: Mm, I am a little.
0: Um, and I know my son. I can't hardly talk to him about anything, and yeah, yeah. he brings he brings uh-huh. sound. Oh, you you're you're not enlightened, are you? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what's really going on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not that guy, but also I'm smarter enough to see s- certain signs of things that are happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, and just by the power that it takes to be like, to be president, mm. that's not like an average thing that people want to be. No, you know what I mean? Like you have to be some type of psychopath to even want to be a president.
1: It's weird. You know, who who wants to be
0: the leader of the uh, free world? I
1: don't know. I mean, I might want to. <sighs> I don't want to be president. But, uh, but my thing, when anytime we have these conversations, it's like, okay, so what do we do? Right? So what, what do you do? What's the next step, huh? And uh, to me, it's, uh, it's kind of the same answer for a lot of stuff is you just got to be that example and live that life. So if you're talking about like, People aren't being, you know, biblically masculine anymore. You know, what do we do? Well, you got to do it. You be that. You be the example yeah. for people. Like when I'm at work, if I'm at work and uh, there's a lot of uh, like some feminist girls there that like to just, you know, that you go girl type, but it's like way too far. Yeah. And then they just talk trash about men all the time. And if they're doing that and I walk by, they go, Ah, oh, well, but not James, not yeah, James, yeah, yeah. you know, because I, because they know me. So they know who I am. They know what I'm about. They know, like, I've been treating them right. And they see me treat people right for years, you know? So I'm that example. So anytime they go, oh, well, men is so men and blah, 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 And then here comes James. They go, well, I guess not all of them. Not James,
0: Yeah, you know? There's exceptions.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you just, you got to be that. And everybody sees that around you. All the little, all the guys, too, you know, they see me, they like they'll come to me for man advice because I'm right. the old guy now too. Yeah, you're
0: so the guy, and then you show wisdom, and then and what people don't realize is what they're seeing in you is, the, you know, uh, a godly wisdom. Yeah, but they don't they don't they don't identify it as godly yeah. wisdom. You know, they just know there's something there's something different. Um, and then the other thing, like for the masculine man, and then we can, we'll close on this for the masculine man. Sometimes you don't have to be the dominant voice in the room every mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I have that problem sometimes. Mm. Sometimes my wife's like, "Man, just
1: like, yeah, chill out, let, mm-hmm. let somebody else." But see, if you can do that uh, effectively, whenever you do decide, "Hey, this needs to be said," and I'm going to say it, everybody listens to you because right. they go, "Oh, well, if David's saying it, you mm-hmm. know, if James is saying it, and he yeah. never, he never said, you know, it, what yeah. I mean, like we had a girl at work the other day, is a new girl, and she, it uh, doesn't matter, but anyway, she was, uh, she, I had to train her." But I had to like redo – so the way our work works now is they have to do – if you're a new employee, you have to take all these dumb tests, and then you have to do four follows where you follow a server for a whole shift. And then after four of them, you take a big test about the menu and stuff, and then you can actually start working. And uh, so this girl had failed her fourth follow, um, and so she had to redo it with me and uh, – Everybody, I the day before she did the follow, or actually it was earlier that day. I went to work. I don't know nothing about this girl. I've never met this girl. Don't know anything about it. The whole staff's just talking trash about this girl because everybody hates this girl uh, because they all think she's just this rude, horrible person. They're all telling the story about, oh my gosh, she did that to you. She did this to me, and that kind of stuff, right? And then I go back to work to work the dinner shift that day, and guess who's there? And now guess who's had a trainer, right? So I've already heard all this nonsense all the day. And uh, as soon as I start, like, training her or whatever, um, I'm realizing, like, right off the bat that, like, everything I say to her is just going over her head. Like, it's just this, she's asking the same question over and over again, but not because she's, like, some not paying attention person. It's like, I'll tell you something, and it's just, she's not, it's not clicking with her. And uh, everything just is off. And I said, oh, she's got a mental issue. Like, immediately, I was like, oh, she's got a mental – but everybody just thinks she's crazy. Everybody just thinks she's this rude, horrible person. Right. I was like, no, no, no. She's not just, like, this horrible person. She's, like, getting it. She has a mental issue. Yeah. And she, at some point, like, mentioned something about some medication. And, like, so I realized – so I don't know all the details of it. But she's not, like, just a normal person who's just being mean to you.
2: Right. She's a
1: person that has a mental issue and doesn't know how to interact properly. Mm. And uh, so I recognized that immediately. And yeah. I said that to the management because they're like, how's she doing? What's going on? And I was like, she's not there. Like she has a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, and everybody's uh, interpreting that as she's this rude, horrible person. I was like, but that's that's not what it, like she's just – she's got a mental issue. Right. She's either on some stuff she shouldn't be on or she's not on some stuff that she should be on. But like she's got a thing. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so, so that like got out that I told them that. And then some other people, they were saying, like, hey, if James says this girl's crazy, like, that girl's crazy. Because James doesn't just go around <laughs> right. saying so-and-so's crazy. So-and-so's the worst. I was like, no, guys. Like, like how bad, how,
0: how terrible is that 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 gets out, right? Yeah. <clears throat> like, you're going to your manager saying, hey, this is, what this is what I'm seeing. Yeah. And then that gets out. I mean, especially well because Abby because <clears throat> it
1: was such a... Horrible situation for everybody. Yeah. Everybody hated this person so much You're that like, was hey, like look, all anybody could rude. talk
0: she's about. She's got some issues. Yeah, I was like, her.
1: she's not just rude. Like, yeah. like you tell her something, she doesn't get it because she's got a mental thing. I don't know yeah. what it is. Some
0: kind of learning issues. Yeah. Is
1: the whole has. point of the story was like the fact that I said it. Like everybody was like, oh, okay. Right. Then they started, and it also. Side note, like, what's the deal with people? I was so I was mad because I was like, how did this person go through? three other however three others. many interviews just to get hired and then go through four trainings go through a food class like all that and nobody was like oh she's obviously got a mental issue or yeah, something going on it's like why do none of y'all what is it's like how stupid is everybody yeah anyway that was just a side that's for that's a bonus
0: well you let us know no, like i'd like to hear from the ladies like what what do you what do you think like uh as far as masculinity, you think that it's it could be toxic? I know there is some toxic masculinity out there. There's people that's dominating their um, their households and their wives and different things like that. I ran across it on a customer every time the wife would say something, the the, the husband would be like, That's not what he said. I'm just like, God, Lee, I felt sorry for the lady time I left, you know? And I know some of that is very toxic, but I'm just talking about, you know, a man trying to be the leader of his house, you know, trying to stand up for what's right, all those. And then the the men, maybe you're having some, you know, struggles doing it because you felt like society's kind of pushing you down. Uh, Let's know in the comments. Um, yeah. And uh, remember to like, share all the stuff uh, mm. social media does. Mm. And
2: maybe. we love you.
0: This is
1: the Refuge
2: Project.